0: Everybody, welcome to a Further for the review Rangers podcast. Barry, what's going on?
1: I'm enjoying my cookies. Thank you. <laughs> you knew that. <laughs> you threw you, that. Question you know what? He, you know what he tried really to do. Fast. He tried to get me in mid-chew. I but what he didn't realize, I is tried, to, that, tried to quick pitch you. What it. he
2: doesn't realize is yes. Do you know what happens when they try
1: to quick <laughs> quick pitch a guy in the major leagues? Yeah, Jose Bautista whines. <laughs> yeah. No, what uh, he didn't realize is that you always talk with. I'm dropping in. my bat and coming after you next oh, time. Wow. Let's talk yeah, baseball
0: first. I'm gonna have another bite of. Country. I am. Let's, <laughs> let's let's
1: let's talk baseball. Rangers made
0: a trade. That's, yes, they
1: did. How we're exciting. doing special
0: Rangers podcast today because they made a trade.
2: Yes, so that's what they did. What, and what trade did they make, Evan?
0: Well, they acquired uh, right-handed reliever Tom Wilhelmson that's from. A Seattle. Hard thing, name to say, isn't it? It is. And Barry's is, gonna make some Hoyt Wilhelm. Is joke. he? Is he
1: Hoyt <laughs> Wilhelm's son? Wilhelm's son. That's my question.
0: I told him I was gonna turn off his mic if he did. That.
2: Oh my god. They acquired
0: Tom Wilhelmson for the back for the back part of the bullpen. Somewhere. Um, he can do a little bit of everything. Outfielder James Jones and a player to be named later. I think it's going to be a right-handed bat who potentially could play some uh play a role on the big league team this year. Really? Haven't been able to confirm that that player yet. They sent Leonis Martin and Anthony Bass to Seattle in that deal. Um if you ask me it's a pretty big win for the rangers on on uh, at least based on where these players are right now Does now leonis has a lot of 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 potential that to this point, has never been tapped in. Let,
2: let, let's and let's talk because I think that's a good point, and, and I I wrote a little quick take about that for this morning too. I, I said it was a it was a gamble. I think I think it was probably the odds are, are better for the Rangers for the Rangers because what they needed to do was to continue to shore up their bullpen, and they're going for that Kansas City model. We're going to shorten these games, and and we're, and we're going to go out and get a proven uh, a right-handed reliever.
0: Well, you look at you look at the situation the Rangers were in the last week of the season, when. And, and this is what I wrote this morning. Or that, against Toronto. You know, they basically violated wage labor laws by by using Sean Tollison and, and Sam Dyson the way they did. You now bring Wilhelmsen in, and it, he's not a gamble as a pitcher. He is a proven, um, whether, whether he's a great closer or not, that's still up in the air, but he's a good setup guy, good middle guy. Now you're able to have a five-man pack back there to stretch out innings, keep guys fresh. So where, where, where's, where's he thing. fitting in in your bullpen, Evan? Where? I, I think Jeff Bannister wants to get as close as he possibly can to a no-rolls ensemble bullpen. And that may mean that on some nights he will close in place of Tolleson, particularly if Tollison's pitched on back to back days. It may mean some nights that if they've got if they've got a bunch of guys coming up in the ninth inning that they don't want to get the ball in the air, you may go to Sam Dyson in that situation.
2: So let's let's look at why because as I was studying this, you could have
0: what I'm saying is I think you could have two guys with more than 20 save opportunities
2: next year. Uh, I, I believe that that is a possibility. But let's look at this from, from Seattle's standpoint. Why, why do they want Leonis Martin? The reason why they want him... He is, fits their ballpark. He fits their ballpark. See, so it, it makes sense. This is one of those trades, as we like to say, in the business that benefits both sides, right? Listen, Leonis fit this team, too, as a defensive player. Absolutely. He
0: has not shown any ability to be a consistent offensive force. Which is he, he somewhat of it. a head case? No, I just don't think he's... I, I don't think he's
1: the
2: sharpest tool in the shed
1: no
0: i I, I think he's listen I don't want I don't want to make those kinds of accusations I don't think he's Why not? ever reached his true raw potential oh, no, there's people no question see about great that. tools they just haven't seen that guy to me the difference between players is not is this guy a head case or this guy not? Guys who maximize their talent versus guys who just don't find a way. And Leonis hasn't found a way. He has improved as a defensive ball player. He always had a great arm. The arm has become perhaps the best in the major leagues. Certainly from the center field. Position. His routes
1: not great, but they have gotten better. He can play for the Cowboys. Is that what you, his routes? No, his routes to the ball. Oh, okay, I've never heard that. Oh in my baseball. gosh.
2: Okay, then, then let's let's be quiet. Okay, well let's uh, uh, so
1: <laughs> have another cookie. His routes. <laughs>
2: Because yeah, here's the thing, to me, here's why it's a gamble. Okay, look, first of all, the Mariners don't need him to be. A hit. They're not going to bat him lead off. He's going to bat in the bottom third of their lineup. They've already said that. So, so they're they're looking clearly for defense. And you know what? For runs saved and and what he does in defense is is, is tremendous. And he will be he will be great for them from that standpoint. Uh, but to me, the little bit of the gamble is that that Delano de Shields is going to come back and do what he did this year.
0: Well, I also think the Rangers would be open to trying to add another backup piece there. I think they're very well aware of that, of, of what Delano did last year and that they're they're you know, you don't necessarily know that you have a long tracker record, record there that you can count on that year in and year out. I do think that in some regards James Jones gives you a little bit of the Martine profile. So he's a fourth outfielder? He is a he's a definitely a big league fourth outfielder because he is he does have above average defensive ability. His arm is 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 good, but not elite like Leonis is. I think his his routes to the ball are I'm sorry, Barry, are are pretty good. Um he has not shown a whole bunch offensively yet, but he was a pitcher uh who has converted himself into a, being a position player. Um, I, I think that when you look at what what James Jones would do in that role that Leonis would play for this team, that role that James Jones would potentially play for this team this year, that role is not one you want to have three or four million dollars invested in. Right. Leonis is going to make four million dollars in arbitration. Right. James Jones is going to make five twenty five maybe.
2: Let me ask you this because this is one of the things that I also do. And, and,
0: just it, when you take Wilhelmson. And Jones, you're going to probably end up at about $3.6 million. Right, Leonis was $4 million.
1: Longer. Okay, Mr., $4 uh, million. let me ask Mr. Bottom Line a question. There's a lot of chatter going around now about the additional revenue coming into baseball. Barry hates this whole money question. No, no, no. He, he, I, I like this money question. I'm going to ask the uh, This question is going to be on the money. There's a The clubs are making a lot more money now than they have been. Why are the Rangers so stuck on the salary cap?
0: I don't think I don't think the Rangers are that much more stuck on the salary cap than other clubs are I do think where that, do they come
1: in in the league
0: I I do think that around the league you're seeing owners getting very comfortable with the amounts of money they're making right now you saw Scott Boris at the owners meetings at the GM meetings last week talk about the split in revenues right now right. and that it is apparently about 50 57 percent Going in the owners' pockets and 43% going in the players' pockets. And that's a higher percentage than we've had in a long time. You've got another round of collective bargaining coming up this year uh, with a new head of the Players Association and Tony Clark, new commissioner and Rob Manfred. And I think these will be legitimate issues. But from the Rangers' standpoint, Barry, they feel like they went out in 2012 and 13 and outspent where their means were at that point in time. And now they're keeping things flat to kind of catch up. I think they're going to ramp things up a little bit more again. I don't think this is a the revenues
1: for this club or make them a $200 million payroll team right now. I just want them to put as much money as they can. I'm a fan. I'm, I don't care about how much I don't care how many millions and dollars the ownership ownership is making. You know Ray Davis has enough money. Uh, I, I think they owe it to their fans. If, it, if not to say, we cannot afford to make this deal. That's all. Or oh, we can't sign him because he's out of. all – And then have the guy sign with the Angels, or sign, with, or sign with the Yankees, or, or, or sign with the Dodgers. I agree
2: with that in principle. I, I think though that it is a smart thing. It's the, first of all, I, I don't. Yeah, Leonis Martinez is too expensive to have as a fourth outfielder. Right. Uh, and, and then I don't. And I'm not. You've got to have some level of responsibility. Gonna, yeah. You, as long as, as you put the money mind. in the right place. it's like it's like when when Juan Gonzalez was the highest paid player on the team, that was a mistake. Right. Juan, Juan Gonzalez was a great player, but not the kind of guy you want to be paying that much money to. You know, he didn't have the, he didn't have the leadership skills. He didn't have, you, you want the, your most your highest paid player to be a guy that you can really count on. This is a, this is a guy you can count on day in and day out. It's great in the clubhouse, and and they don't have that now. You know, the, the highest paid player is Shin Soo Chu, good guy. You know, but he's he's not that kind of force in the club. So
1: maybe she, could could they go out and find that player? Barry, they've got. Um, Well,
2: not now. You can't give that kind of money out now because you gave it all to Elvis and and to
0: Chew and the fielder. And let's say this also. Okay, what the Rangers' approach was last year was they had a flat payroll to start the season. In the middle of the year, they added a pretty big payroll hit in Cole Hamels. They went out and did their shopping at one of the two shopping periods during the calendar year, one being the trading deadline period one being the offseason period. What they did during the trading deadline period was what a lot of clubs would like to do during the offseason. They went out, added payroll in Hamels, they added guys with multiple years of service, and they just reallocated their
2: money a little bit. To say and that Hamels this, is now the, the second highest paid guy on the team, right? Behind Chu? Uh, no, I think... No, he's making more than Chu, right? Uh, uh, the, the highest paid player in terms of straight
0: salary next year will be Fielder, fielder. at 24, but I believe okay. that six the Rangers start to get six million a year from Detroit for the remainder of the contract, so the net on Fielder would be about eighteen. Chu goes to twenty next year. Hamels is at twenty three five. How much are they paying their left fielder next year? Zero dollars now. And, and for a lot of fans out there, they're they're going to say, "Well, yeah, of course the the Angels chipped in money," but and this is it's pennies baseball wise. I still think it's significant to point this out. Most teams, when they send a player somewhere else, uh, even if they send money along, the other team ends up having to pick up, at the very minimum, the major league minimum in salary. You know, which is about five hundred and ten thousand, five fifteen at this point. The Angels pick up every penny of Josh Hamilton's contract. Rangers paid four million last year for Hamilton. They pay zero dollars in two thousand and sixteen, and
2: I believe in two thousand and seventeen it goes to two million. Now, let's let's talk about this whole outfield situation because this is what this is what I wrote in my little quick take. Uh, They got a when they had that sounded very quick to me. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's pretty long. Uh, In 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 Martin, (laughs) when they had Martin, they had a surplus of parts in outfielders. No, no perfect outfielders. They had they had Hamilton, who when he's when he's right, when he's healthy, he's as good a left fielder as there is he got power, he's got a great arm, he covers a lot of ground, he's fearless out there. He he's a really good left fielder. He's a gold glove caliber left fielder if he's in if he's healthy and and, and playing every day, which, you know, of course that's the that's a big gift. Right. It's a it's a huge gift, all right? So then you had uh uh Lionel DeShields in center field. Uh covers a lot of ground, you know, not always good on his routes. Uh but Gosh. but he's he's getting better at it. Uh, and his
0: speed in in the same way that Kenny Lofton was a gold glover. Without a great arm Uh, for a long period of time. Kenny, I I wouldn't say that Kenny took incredibly great reads on balls, but his speed made up for it a lot of times. Delino, I think his speed makes up for some things. Absolutely. Still not as
2: great, still not as perfect as you'd like to see out there. No, but but I I will say this about him. He's a quick study. Uh, You see lots of things in him. I, I find it hard to believe watching him play last year that he struggled so much. His last year with the with the Astros and their farm
0: You have to give a lot of credit, I think, to Jace Tingler, the Rangers outfield instructor, who really uh, had a very low profile in terms of the coaching staff last year, but did significant work with the Shields over the course of the year. I think he helped Leonis become a better defensive outfielder last year, and I think we can't overlook that a lot of this was was just kind of burdens lifting off a of Shin Choo's. Shoulders as the year went on, but he was a much better outfielder in the second half than he had been Absolutely. at any point in time with the Rangers. Um, and, and I think Jace has been a real asset on the coaching side. You could have made the, the you you could make the argument that last year maybe Tony Beasley had the biggest impact of any coach on that staff, and you might be able to say that Tingler had the second biggest impact. And, and
2: I and I certainly give credit for that. But uh, but let's also look at the offensive side for what Delano did. You know, in, in the minors, he had a reputation as a guy with some real pop some little speed, so this is all things you really want to see. He comes up and plays for the Rangers, and what does he do? he he a short stroke uh, compact swing he realizes my job is to is to get on base and, and not to be swinging for the fences and that's what he did so so to me i was very impressed by that cuz it's for especially for a young guy to come in and realize what his role is he was very confident in that the fact he would go to two strikes so often and 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 because he realized i'm supposed to be up here taking pitches and and seeing lots of pitches uh i, I that was remarkable now that those are the, the reasons why i think even though I said earlier, can he repeat what he did this year? That's I, a big question. I, it is, yeah. but I think that he can because of the short stroke and because he is a smart guy.
0: And I, I think the Rangers feel that he can too. But I also think that they're very right in saying, "Let's make sure we." Oh, leave you can't all our count on it. Okay. This is
2: this is the whole Jerry Jones thing, you know. Uh, right. You know, you, you hope for the best and plan for the worst.
1: What What happens in the remainder of the offseason when we as we go into the winter meetings? Anything? Well,
0: I listen. I, I think that they're in, in getting Wilhelmson. That's a significant need, you know. The, the boosting that bullpen and and boosting it at a very um, reasonable cost in terms of salary uh, is significant. They've said over and over they'd like to get a starter. Uh, could Colby Lewis be that guy? Yeah, I think he could. I still think I'd like to see them go out there and, and add one more guy, at least a guy who would be some insurance for the early part of the year. They feel like with Lewis come, or
1: instead of Lewis
0: with Lewis. Okay. They feel like that come May of 2016, they're going to have a rotation that basically starts with uh, Cole Hamels, Hugh Darvish, Derek Holland, Martin Perez, four guys that didn't pitch for this club last year, any of them until July, and two of them you know, basically not at all. So um, th- they feel like those are big additions on the pitching side, but they definitely need to have depth on the pitching side. They that- also need to go out and make sure they shore up a right-handed bat. I think that's Mike Napoli is their preference. Um, whether or not now, you know, I mean, if you're Mike, you have to look at the situation and say, look, am I going to get enough at bats or, or am I going to be platooning with Moreland at first base? John Daniels brought up the idea last last week that they would not be against the idea of, of Napoli taking some more fly balls in left field during spring training and trying to continue to work on that. I also think I don't the Rangers, think that's really attractive to Mike. That's not
1: encouraging.
2: I don't, I don't think that Mike can look at that and say, "Oh, good. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll resign with you guys and I'll go play left field." I
0: think that's a I think that's a very valid point. I also think that there's a legitimate possibility, and there will be legitimate interest in Mitch Moreland. And if you deal Mitch Moreland. Uh, you're going to save about $5 million in salary that you can either commit to Napoli or start to move towards another an, another acquisition. And look, then look, the look. last thing is another catcher, that you'd like to have another catcher to pair with Chirinus. Uh,
2: you, you don't believe in Jimenez?
0: I do believe in Jimenez, but I, I think that the problem with Chris here is is not of his doing. I think he's a great, he, he's carved out a real niche for himself as a personal catcher for Hamels, Just and they've had a lot smart, of success. smart, pretty smart.
2: Um, I like him because he talks.
0: <laughs> but... That's, that's, if you felt like Chirinos was a 120 start catcher, then I think that that kind not. of backup fits that role a lot better. Right now, I'm not sure you can you can go that route with Robinson. So it makes it a little
2: bit more dicey. I think I make this point about the catching situation, and, and and I don't know. Look, they they need to
1: upgrade at the situ- at the position. I think it's a little
2: bit like what the stars are doing with goalies. I don't know Why, that because I know what before. you're going to say. You look at
1: the total. You're going to look at the total output of the catch from the, what they got from the catching position last very, year. And you guys are good to see. that's that's why I'm nodding my head. I've heard this. Nineteen this home mantra. runs, seventeen R- RBIs. Very it's adequate. Very
0: adequate and very inexpensive. And I would say this, I'm not so sure that the word is upgrade that I'm looking for. I still I just think they need more depth because one thing that they did really well as this season went on was add people. Was they created that depth with Bobby right. Wilson and um
2: and bringing Jimenez up, they did, and, and uh, so I think it's important. But I think we have to remember it. This is not the, obviously, this at the home of uh, of Jim Sundberg and Pudge Rodriguez. They've had some pretty good catchers at this in this organization. But you look around baseball, how many good catchers are
1: there? Can I just say what? Well, tap the brakes when you about how you spell them? Brakes B R A K A. Yes, I think. I'm sorry, Barry. Cole tap, he, Cole tap, Beasley is on the line tap, for you. Tap the brakes when you, don't put mention Sunberg in the same.
2: That was s- see. That's sentence. exactly what you. That's why Cole Be- Beasley hates you, and that's why I hate you. Frankly, is because <laughs> you don't listen. You sit there and eat your cookies, and you're not in your in your texting to Brad Townsend. And instead of listening to this conversation and learning a little bit about baseball and understanding what routes are for outfielders. I
1: just I know I understood what routes are. I, I have, I'm not familiar with the vernacular. Uh, <laughs> okay. Maybe Derek Dooley should be coaching. The, the, the point be, they should be coaching. point was that nobody
2: has great catchers anymore. Uh, uh, that's there's not a, true. All those yeah, there's like two or three really. But but good you catchers. look at you look at teams
0: that go deep into the, look at the at the world champions of the last few years. Yeah. Who was the world champion this year?
1: Kansas City. Kansas. City. Was, who was, was their catcher? Kansas, yeah. He's, MVP. He's Salvador of the world Perez. Champions. Who
0: was the world champion last year?
1: San Francisco. Catcher. Yeah, yeah he's Busey. pretty good too. Hey, I got both right. You didn't you, L- you go, nice. be, very you go nice. back
0: to St. Louis. Yachty Molina. Guys that teams that have good catchers back there haven't have, have All right. Do we think that's a coincidence
2: or do we think that's really what happened? Is that because I, I
0: don't look. It's not the only reason, but I do think that when you've got a guy who is a an all- A much more well-rounded offensive and defensive threat, and can call a good game back there behind the plate. You are a step ahead of other clubs. Step ahead? A
1: a what? I think that's a Jewish phrase. Step ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ahead. You're a a step ahead of other clubs.
0: Other clubs can make up for it in other ways, but it's a it's a hard position to fill, and. I, you know, and and I wrote this on Sunday that that in ten years as the Rangers general manager, John Daniels has done everything he possibly can to find a franchise type catcher and come up empty. It is a tough position to fill, and one thing they want to make sure that they that they don't do is say, well, what we've got here, we need an upgrade, and we have to go out and find a franchise catcher and cast about for that, and overlook what is, you know, better than the sum of its parts.
2: I, I think I think you're right. I, I don't have. I'm obviously not against them adding a catcher. I'm saying that when Robinson Chirinos is healthy, he's pretty good. Yes, he is, uh, and he's
0: get. He's not only good. He's getting better. He is getting better. Yes, he, he has he, become better as a um, game caller and as a take charge guy. He's become a better hitter. He's still got to work on his pitch framing because that is a real buzzword at this point in time. But what he has shown with his arm, with his bat, with his pitch, with his game calling. Is that each year as he gets more experience as a catcher, he gets better. He hit ten home runs this year, right? Uh, he reached double figures. I don't know and if I believe was... he had ten.
2: And, and how many games did he play? 80, uh, 73. He started seventy three. Seventy three starts, ten home runs. That's that's a that's a lot for a catcher these days. Uh, and, and so I, I think he, you know I, I do think that Jimenez played over his head a little bit this year. He 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 hit what five home runs. He never he hit, that's more than he hit in his entire career. Right. So I think you do have to be careful about that. I do think they need to add another guy. I think if Jimenez was the third catcher, you know, I think that's probably a better option. So, so let's so let's turn this now to look. Oh, Kevin.
0: We I don't know that we can turn it because Barry is now due for his late morning snack.
1: <laughs> I think we have a, a, we have a meeting on the future of this podcast that we're we're, we're late for. Are you sure you don't need an insurer, Barry? <laughs> what? Look at Evan laugh. <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, is Mr. Bo- he's, a, he's a human bobblehead. I've entertained Listen. He's a human bobblehead.
0: Again, after spending 3 days with my mother this week, I know that look she at me, likes a nice and sure every afternoon. L- l-
1: look at me. Look at me as your father figure then. I like that.
2: I like that. You, I I kind of look at you guys as as that kind of relationship. Father son.
0: Yeah, more yeah, yeah. more grandfatherish,
1: but okay. All right. So I think we should Evan, Evan is a week.
2: son that you wish you had never had.
1: You wish <laughs> you had never had. Yes, thank you. Because he would have wanted to go to Arkansas, and that would have ruined everything. Oh, no. All right.
0: Well, let's get out of here for this week. We'll be back in time to uh, look ahead at the winter meetings. But uh, until then, hopefully, this will serve your Rangers' needs. And, Barry, we will get back to more cookie talk next time.
1: I think we should. Until the Rangers take cookie talk back on Fox Sports Southwest, let's start it again.
0: All right. If you want to send cookies in to Barry, please, 508 Young Street, Barry Horn. Dallas, Texas. Whatever. What's our zip code? Seven five two zero two. Okay, and make sure. Is there any cookie requirements you have there?
1: Low cal. Low calorie. Okay. Low Very good. No, let's make it high cal. <laughs> yeah. All right.
0: Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon.